Welcome to the Autism Grown Up Podcast, a podcast to help you wherever you are to begin with adulthood in mind. I'm Dr. Tara Regan, an autism researcher, coach, and big sister to two adult brothers on the autism spectrum. For the last 10 years, I've helped people on the autism spectrum, their families and professionals from around the world navigate their day-to-day lives and work. And in that time, I've watched countless smart, brave, and capable people feel overwhelmed, underprepared, and totally stressed out by the cliff after high school. I believe that we can build our own bridges to adulthood and that you don't have to settle for just getting by. That's why each week I'm here to help guide and support you as you create or help create a life and work experience that actually nurtures and develops your potential and the autistic adult in your life's potential through knowing yourself, strategies, and support. Thank you for listening. Today in episode three, I'm sharing a few tips to using social stories in your classroom as a teacher or at home as a parent, best practices in writing and implementing social stories, and some quick and easy ways to write and individualize across students or children. If you have multiple kids on the spectrum or just want to try out different kinds of stories or use a story for different situations. So you more than likely have heard of social stories at the very least. Maybe you've also used them at home or in the classroom, but aren't sure of what it takes to create one offhand. Probably use some from Pinterest or a variety of other sources, which are great. We all know how helpful they are with individuals on the autism spectrum because they have a range of social communication challenges and social stories are such a great strategy to support their understanding of social situations. And I found them to be especially helpful for navigating social exchange at school and work settings. So social stories, for those of you who don't know the history or the premiere behind them, they're part of a larger umbrella of something called social narratives, which is considered an evidence-based practices for evidence-based practice for individuals on the autism spectrum. And you can find more in-depth information about social narratives as an umbrella on something called Affirm. And that's something you can search on Google. It's A-F-I-R-M, which stands for the Autism Focused Intervention Resources and Modules. And it's a free resource with videos provided by the National Professional Development Center on Autism Spectrum Disorders at UNC Chapel Hill, which is a place where I work. But this is not promoted or sponsored by them in any way. It's just a great free resource that I've used many times and teachers love it and families love it. But let's get into social stories because they are the most well-known and frequently used social narrative. They were created by Carol Gray and and they've taken off. They are probably one of the most famous and common autism strategies that are typically used to describe a social situation and link appropriate behaviors using kind of like a description or a brief little story to describe and direct the student with autism. They've been used across a variety of needs and goals, including playing and communicating with their with peers and adults, increasing independence, making choices, minimizing adult support, increasing understanding of social situations, environments 
tasks and other types of expectations. And they also can be used to help decrease challenging behaviors. I think that's probably also one of the most common social stories I've seen crafted. Now, social stories, I'm going to give you some quick tips to using them because a lot of us use what's already been created and adapt those to whatever our children or students need. But here is a quick and easy process that will ensure that what you're creating will be super effective for your student or child. So step one, firstly, we're going to identify the skill. What is the skill you want to use the social story for? Some common ones I've used them for include asking or answering questions, going on a field trip or a special event like a fire drill, those expectations, following directions, sportsmanship, is another big one in personal space. My goodness, I've seen so many used for personal space, especially lately. I don't know if it's maybe just the group of teachers I'm working with and their needs for their students or like the age too. It's also pretty, probably fairly indicative. <laughs> and then for step two, we're going to observe, gather information about what is happening during that situation where the skill is needed, who is involved, what are their perspectives, like if there are peers involved or other adults, including yourself. How does the student or child respond? So are they responding, not responding, giving a different response? What do you think the student or child does not understand about the situation? Those are just some brief things that you can take note of. Step three, we're now going to draft the story. So using two different types of sentences, that's essentially the backbone of what a social story is, is made up of descriptive and directive sentences. So descriptive sentences, of course, they just describe the social situation for our child or student. And usually we have more of those in a social story than the directive, which is essentially the instruction, the directive for the situation, what we want our child or student to get or do from in this situation. So typically we have, like I said, two to five sentences for two to five descriptive sentences to every single one directive sentence. And that, that is giving and directing and giving instruction. So we'll start out with describing the situation. Like during our morning routine, we like to do this and this. And we also, I like to also describe what the student likes to do during that time using their name or you during the morning routine. Taylor likes to get all of his books out of his bag and put everything up in his desk before putting his backpack away. At that time, his friends are coming into the classroom and saying hello and greeting each other in the morning morning. That would be like another couple sentences depending on how you'd like to create that phrase wise and reading wise for your student. If they do read or what reading level they're at is also pretty helpful with creating those sentences. And then that directive there is when a friend says hello, Taylor can say hello back. That's your directive sentence there. And then I would say from there, go back to descriptive sentences and say like what that means to say hello back in the morning and that we're ready to have a great day. That would be kind of just like a quick and easy social story right there for you. And then number four, we're going to design it. So 
If you want to make this including your students or children's special interests, this is where you can get into making it look really cool and nice and maybe something that your student or child wants to carry around with them. But you don't need to worry too much about having like a high creative creativity level here or being super creative. Just make sure that you, whatever you design, the social story has a font that's large enough to be able to be read easily with any visuals that are engaging. Maybe sometimes for a different kinds of social stories I like to have my students draw what their special interest is like I'll have them draw a train on it or something like that just to make it a little bit more motivating and uh, that also just remains simple the simple and easy is what a social story is. Uh, make sure that you have enough copies if you want to make this something that is consistently used across the day or different times of the day or different days of the week or something that's portable because I've found that making it durable across multiple uses may be a great idea. <laughs> You all know what I mean. Things can get messy or destroyed or ripped up pretty easily and it helps to have those copies in hand. And then step five is one of the most important ones is to introduce the social story. So on a separate occasion from the identified social situation, in this case for my social story that I just created, it would be outside of the morning time routine. Maybe it's something I would talk about before my student leaves school or right after morning activities, something like that. I would introduce the social story with them read it through the through it with them have them read it talk about the main points of it and what you're going to be doing with it and I also like to introduce it during the activity of course and maybe give it to my student before they get into the activity and that also helps reinforce it so those are the five quick and easy ways you can create and use a social story in your classroom or at home this is also also feel free to share this episode with parents if they have if they're having difficulty using social stories at home or figuring out ways to strategies to help generalize something that you're working on at school. And so finally, some ways to individualize social stories across students, especially if you want to use this particular social story across a student that is having a similar issue. Some tips to individualize it for a different student is to write it from a student's, that student's point of view. So you can use I statements, maintain that at that student's comprehension level, and then also using the student's interest. It could be helpful to use that student's skill or interest as they maybe help create the social story with you. It will help them increase their interest for sure in completing that skill for that activity or desired social expectation. Makes it super reinforcing. I mean, I'm all about using students' interests as much as possible, especially if it's something that is a non-preferred activity or just something they're not familiar with. So those are the quick and easy tips for you to use social stories in your classroom or at home. As you create your social stories, I would love to see them and hear how they're going. You can do so in our Autism Grown Up Facebook community can check us out on just type us in on Facebook or you can go to our website autismgrownup.com and there's a community tab just click in get access to our 
group. You just have to answer a few questions and you're in and we can be chatting away. I love seeing social stories and hearing how they're doing because I think they work like magic and they make total sense, right? Like we often use social stories for ourselves just in our heads, just in different ways. And this is one of the easiest evidence-based practices to get in a place for our students with autism. And they make such a world of a difference. So I'm all about getting this out there as much as possible. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, resources from this episode, and more free help with adulthood, head over to our website at autismgrownup.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts apps or by sharing the show with a friend. We'll be back next week with even more Autism Grown Up topics. Hey, one more thing, whether you are an autistic adult, family member, a professional, I've got some workshops, curated blog reading lists, downloadable tools, and many other resources to help you and the autistic adult in your life prepare and get a job, prepare for college, navigate the adult service system, and figure out adulting. These are all the things that I've found in my research and working with families and professionals that will help you succeed in adulthood. So if you are ready to create a successful adulthood experience, you can text the letters A-G-U to 555-888 and you can get immediate access to our adulthood starter kits. Check this out. Share this with your friends. I would love to hear from you and what's helping, how you're using it, how's it going. You can also follow up with that same number again to get in contact with me. Again, if you text the letters A, like autism, G, like grown, and U, like up, to 555-888.